You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to Breaking Bread with Jen. And it is February 1st. 2020. So happy new year to all of my listeners. This is the first episode of the new year for Breaking Bread with Jen. And not only is it a new year, but it is the first day of Black History Month. So shout out to uh, uh, the blacks, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But on today's episode, uh, we open up the pod with a good friend of mine. Um, he's, he, he, he's almost like Cher or Luther or, um, Beyonce. I don't know. He goes by one name. <laughs> And you know you're famous when you can be identified in the streets of Detroit by one name. Um, And so my guest today is Tafari. His whole name is Tafari Stevenson Howard. And he is uh, a close friend of mine who has uh, really opened up himself opened up his chakras opened up his friends opened up his circle to something called sound bath meditation so we're going to get into that today with tafari happy new year happy new year <laughs> and happy black history Month. and happy black history month this is the beginning of my new year today oh today We're standing in blackness yes yes yeah. yes blackity black y'all blackity black black I'm going to take a moment to read Tafari's, um, just a little snippet of his bio so that people can get um, sort of an understanding of where we're headed today with the podcast um, in regards to sound bath meditation. Um, his bio shortly kind of reads, Tafari Stevenson Howard is a Detroit, Michigan-based sound meditation facilitator who was introduced to the world of sound healing by indigenous practitioners while visiting the Brazilian rainforest. It is here that Tafari was ignited with passion through the ancient healing medium. Over the years, Tafari practiced various forms of meditation and yoga practices. When he was introduced to the use of sound vibration as a vehicle for well-being and balance, Tafari began sharing the practice of sound meditation with his community, which I am a part of, as a way to assist people to become more present and to foster relaxation in the mind and body. Tafari is also the owner of Sankofa Mind and Body. Okay? So welcome to Fari. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, before we get started, I am not like Luther, Cher, Beyonce. <laughs> I, I have a whole name. I have a whole name. And a I want whole people to name. say yes. my name and put some respect. Yes. On put some it. respect on it. Tafari Stevenson Howard. Yes. No relation to me as we both share the same last name. We do. Yes. We, do. <laughs> <laughs> we could be cousins though. I we mean, could be. Key, we key. could be. So um you have some bowls here. Yes. 
And uh, do you want to hit some bowls for us? Or what kind of bowl do you want to hit? You know, I really like my third eye bowl. Do you have that bowl? I love that bowl. I did bring my. I third love eye the bowl. way it makes me feel when you hit that. I did bring my third eye bowl. Yeah. So I'm gonna hit it. Okay, go ahead. So tell me how you got into doing sound bath meditation. Um, I sort of know because we're friends, but we have listeners who aren't our friends. (laughs) And they who are. Yes, yes. So, you know, start from the beginning of your journey, um, how you got into this. Yeah, so um, as my bio uh, went in brief, I... Um, took a trip to um, Salvador, Bahia, um, February 2019, and I went for a nude yoga retreat. Nude. Nude. As in naked. Yeah. As in no undergarments. As in no garments. As in body to body. No, it was my body. It was just your body, not was, skin was, to skin with anyone else's body. No, it was a, okay. it, it's just a retreat. It's like okay. any other retreat. We were just okay. nude. Okay. Okay. How was that? Um, because there were women there. Mm-hmm. What was it? so no sexual energy? I always wanted to ask that. Oh, that's a good question. So nudity is not about sexuality. Okay, it's about nature. So where I was uh, on this nude yoga retreat is in a um, in a state called Marsarin or a city or a province. Um, called Marcerindupio. It's about two hours outside of Salvador, Bahia, which is the second blackest place on Earth. Wow. Period. It's okay. absolutely amazing. Did not but, know that. I learned something. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look up um, African populations or black populations around the world, and Salvador is number two, outside wow. of uh, Lagos. Thank you. Okay. Which is where I will be next month. Lagos as in Nigeria? Yes. Oh, okay. We'll talk more about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, it's so it's not about it's not about sexuality. Mm-hmm. It's about connecting to yourself, connecting to the environment, connecting to the world. Really. So the place where the new yoga retreat was held was actually at um, a naturist camp, and so some people. Um, Closely associate um, nudism with uh, naturism. Naturism goes mm. a little bit further. It's because you're with naturism, you're nurturing the earth. You're using the earth to heal. Mm. You're working to heal the earth. Okay. Your, you know, your your diet, it, you know, maybe vegetarian or vegan. You know, that mm. would be more earth friendly. Okay. Um, you know, you use the land in order to survive and you appreciate and support that land. Okay. So when you're in that type of space, you know, you're not really thinking about like, ooh, who got some big titties? Can I say stuff like that? <laughs> yes, on you can. Okay, you know, who got some big balls or, you know, who got a, you know, who ass look juicy? You're not thinking, so you're not thinking about that? You're not think- I mean, you may be like, you know, you may do a little, a little like, ooh, ooh. But that's not what you're, ta- that's not what you're there for because other okay. people, 
I mean, some people may be there for that, but for the the vast majority of people who go on retreats like this, you know, they're not they're not there for that. They're okay. There because you know they may be trying to heal, they may be trying to relax, mm. they just may be trying to escape their own world mm. and not necessarily come. And yeah, you know, it's a new yoga retreat. That doesn't mean that it's actually a turn up. And okay. During this new yoga retreat, I mean, I got involved in some very heavily spiritual um, situations, and one of those situations actually led me to be here with you today with these sound bowls. Yeah. And that's when I participated in um, a Jurema ceremony. And for those of you who are not familiar with Jurema, it's spelled J-U-R-E-M-A. And Jurema is a DMT substance uh, medi- uh, medication, um, a herbal um, beverage, natural, that produces or it elevates the production of DMT in the brain. Okay. And it aids you through a wonderful, 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 uh, some may call it a trip. Now, the association, is that similar to what Native Americans use in the um, in in their spiritual, um, I don't want to say huts because they're not huts, but when they go in those Spaces. hot those are hot, those are uh, those are sweat lodges. Sweat lodges. So Thank no, you. The sweat Thank lodges you so are much. totally different. So the Jurema ceremony that I participated in, um, it is facilitated by Native Americans. So the, everything that I did while I was in the rainforest was facilitated by Native American people. Okay. Specifically, the Karari Shoko Native people mm. who are prevalent on this land. Mm. Um, they are a nation of about thirty thousand. Um, and they are about four hours outside of Salvador Bahia. And uh, one of their shamans is actually a good friend of mine, Kasike Parua. He's absolutely amazing. But he uh, initiated um, or facilitated all of the ceremonies that we did. Okay. So with um, the Jurema, it's actually a beverage. Um, and when you move into these ceremonies, there is a lot of, uh, for lack of a better term, um, preparation that goes into it okay. you know we have to set intentions we have to honor our ancestors old and new wow we have to respect the earth we have to acknowledge the earth we have to acknowledge the universe wow um, and then these practices although we are in Brazil some people may feel like there may be a disconnect but while we were in the rainforest in Brazil with native people when all of our services or activities started they always opened by acknowledging African deity specifically the uh, the Nigerian Orishas. Mm. So you often hear Oshun, you right. often hear Shango, you often hear Yimanja or Yemaya. And today is uh, the celebration of Yimanja today. Oh, is it? In Salvador Bahia, yeah. It's wow. one of the largest African celebrations in the world. Wow. Yes, cool. it's happening today. Or this like right now, as like we right speak, now. the like, energy on um, the other side of the world is going bananas. Yeah, they yes. are worshiping a black woman, the goddess oh. of the sea, the goddess of all goddesses and gods. And what's her name again? Imanja. I like that. Throughout okay. the diaspora, her name has changed. Mm-hmm. You may hear her referred to as Imanja, Yemaya, Imanja. You may hear her referred to in the West as Jemima. Jemima. Yes. 
this now, is a trans that, a tra- that now that is, is a movement. connection there this is movement of african tradition in ways that people don't often discuss so you know we hear yeah, about let's discuss that for a little yeah, bit because hear, jemima about, has not always been no, in think, western I, we think about aunt jemima uh, yeah. yeah so when you think about a lot of things that come from you know our culture they're not seen as positive there's always a negative or a comical or some type of satirical yes situation you know everything is a caricature but jemima is not a caricature come on now jemima is a goddess jemima is the one who kept the african souls alive while they made that transition those who did not perish because of the you know for those she protected those who who made that journey those who who survived that journey um and then moving into um you know slavery times um post-slavery there was always a jemima there was always a woman who people would go to to be trusted to help get people out of trouble mm-hmm. to help manifest goodness. Okay. So it's a little bit deeper than, you know, yeah. pancakes and, and syrup. <laughs> but no one should be eating and a Jemima anyway. in your head. No right. one should be eating Jemima. Make you some pancake mix. You can get you some maple syrup, some real one, not the high fructose with maple flavor. Right, right, right. <laughs> so you came back from, um, Am I saying it correctly? Bahia. 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 Yeah. So before you. Where where is it on the actual? On the map? Yeah. Yeah, So Salvador, Bahia um, is in the north of Brazil. So if if you're looking down at the map, so if you're looking at Miami, if you Mm -hmm. go west, like way west and way south Mm -hmm. on the northern the uh, the northern tip the I want to say like the northwest tip mm-hmm. of uh, South America okay uh, Brazil star so you'll see uh, like Fortaleza Recife uh, and then Bahia and further down south you get uh, Sao Paulo Rio de Janeiro more okay. inland you get Brasilia mm-hmm. so it's actually a very long thick country and that's not even and wow. that's just the west it's not even going into the amazon and this is the second largest population of black people in on the planet correct wow correct yeah nice so while i was I'm going back to that Jerema ceremony. Before the ceremony actually started, we set intention um, through song and interconnectivity. So there were about 60 people from across the world mm. who actually came for this ceremony. And they do it once a month. And it's time with moon movement. So it was quite, um, it was quite powerful. But there were about 60 people, um, young, old. Um, there were families like legit like a mother daughter uh with their parents wow you know a mother daughter excuse me a mother um father with you know their, their children kids, yeah, yeah with their kids um lovers of all sorts single people um sisters brothers it was absolutely amazing and a lot of the people who also came were uh who came to kind of help facilitate and usher in and keep the safety of the moment uh were native american people uh from directly from this community. So it was really a peaceful space. But when we got ready to move into this, this exercise, it began with um, these crystal bowls being hit. And mm-hmm. I had never seen these, 
these things before, and they were humongous. Mm. There were about four or five people um, playing these bowls, and the sound coming from this, these bowls like took over my body. Yeah, and we're like at this point, we're holding hands and we're moving in a circle, and this woman, um, this Native American woman, was singing so angelically. I mean, it was I, was, I had never heard anything that beautiful in my wow. life. And then to pair that with that piercing, that body piercing sound that was just like moving through all of my body. Like I was shaking internally. Mm. And when it was done, I was like, I've never felt that before. I've never felt anything like that before. And I'm like, whatever this is, I have to take it back to Detroit. Yes. I have to discover. And the next day, that path, I started walking that path of discovery. Wow. Um, and ironically, uh, that night, uh, after that experience, uh, during that Jurema ceremony, and, and as I mentioned, the Jurema helps facilitate visions. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the visions that I had during uh, this experience uh, was a map being presented to me. Okay. And over the course of time, as I started walking down this path, I started realizing that that star map was actually the path that I was meant to walk. Wow. And it led me back to Brazil in November of um, last year. 2019. Yeah, 2019. So I was there for almost a month. Um, back at back doing the uh, new, the new yoga retreat. This time I went as a retreat uh, facilitator. I did sound. Um, I did the sound meditation through various ceremonies um, over um, a five day period. I, I also hosted a sound meditation event um, in the city of Salvador. Um, I also uh, co-hosted. Oh, an yeah. Event. I yeah. remember seeing that you did that. Yeah. Okay. And then I also co-hosted a workshop in uh, Rio de Janeiro with a good friend of mine, Renee Adolfi. We did this amazing, amazing workshop um, in Rio. Um, it was very, um, it was very, very much a dream okay. to kind of have this life-changing experience, change my whole life's path. Um, and then start bringing the work, um, not only to, you know, going to Brazil, going to Washington, D.C. and places like that, but to bring it to Detroit as I set forth and have it start to grow here in my own community really means a lot to me because right. that vision, I saw that vision mm. and the vision is manifested yes. it's, it's happening it's yeah. it's um it's not now it's not a vision it's a movie and i'm directing it and right. i'm starring in it right, right <laughs> and i'm right. in the directing credits and all i'm not that only good the stuff. ceo i'm the president <laughs> right. like, that's i'm the you. player president yes 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 and so here in detroit you have the sankofa mind and body yeah. um i have participated in one of tafari's sound bath meditations and i'm looking forward to doing it again yeah key word um, she said one Yes. I'm, I'm looking at her right now like. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking at her right now right. like you've been the one. And there have been so many opportunities where yeah. I could have upped mm-hmm. that number. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a new dog. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get around to no. doing mm-hmm. more. Okay. Uh, but, I, but, I, but I always <laughs> shout you out because some of my friends are, have now become your friends yes. because of the sound bath yes. meditation. Like Tanya. Yes. Tanya, what's going on, AP? But um, the one thing that I like about the sound bath is how for me personally for my body how it makes my third eye feel um i'm really in tune with my third eye or or so i think um probably could elevate it more but give us a give us a few hits on the bowls just so our listeners can get a sense of what they will hear 
um, through their speaker if they ever come to one of your sound bath meditations. Um, and this by no means, ladies and gentlemen, has to do with what you will actually feel. The vibrations will help really to center you, relax you, engage you, elevate you, empower you. Anything that you want these vibrations to do for you, moving in a positive direction is exactly what they'll do for you. So give us a taste, Safari, of, yeah. of what you have here. Yeah, so before I get started, let's just actually go over what I have um, with me today. So today I have um, a very small set of uh, five Tibetan bowls. Uh, the Tibetan singing bowls um, legit come from Tibet. They're all made with seven precious metals. Um that bring them together to create these vibrate these vibrations, these sounds. They're all handmade um, by fire, and each one is tuned specifically to interact with uh, one of our seven energy centers or chakras. So today I have five um, to interact with our chakras. Um, I have a root bowl. I have. Um, my master chakra bowl, which taps into all seven of your chakras. I have a sacral bowl and I have a throat bowl. Uh, lastly, I have that third eye bowl that, that you like. Yes. Um, if anyone is interested, um, about, um, what the chakras are, um, how they work, um, Check out my website, www.sankofamindabody.com. I post often about this topic and many others. So what I'm going to do right now is play just a a minute or so um, from the five bowls that I have right now. You'll hear a range of frequencies. So just sit back. Actually, close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Take it as deep as you can. Count to three. Then let it go very slowly. And take about four of those while I play at your own pace.
Hey. And back? we're back. And for full disclosure, I actually um, did acupuncture this morning. Mm, so, so you wide open. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And thank you for the third. I, I could totally feel when you brought that to me right here. I could feel it. I love the sensation it gives me. But um, acupuncture, um, sound bath, meditation, um, meditation just through deep breathing. Um, these are things that can help um, with a plethora of things from anxiety, depression. Um, it helps to keep you balanced. It helps to keep you centered. So um, from an emotional wellness uh, standpoint, what do you think about things like acupuncture and sound baths and things like that. What do you think in regards to emotional wellness? Well, for, in terms of emotional wellness, the emotions also affect our affect our physical health. So your emotional health can definitely affect your mental health, your physical health. So I see them all as a continuum, but you have to focus on certain ones at certain times. So I definitely believe that. Uh, in terms of you know what some would consider alternative med- medicines i'm here for it yeah if you feel that acupuncture is you know helping with that pinched nerve do it yeah i'm a huge proponent of massage that is mm. massage is one way to massage is a meditation mm. it's a meditation for your body yes uh and it's also one of the best ways to help access and clear and break up energy for all your chakras right. um over the last couple of years i was having a really bad issue with my shoulder and i used thai massage um for i did like mm, when i went to thailand i did two massages a day for about two and a half weeks. Oh, yeah, I remember you talking about that. and I had no pain for eight months. When the pain started to come back, I was actually making a trip to Thailand, and I got maybe like one massage a day. Sometimes I got two, uh, just because I like to get massages. Mm -hmm. But that has been over a year. I have not had any pain in my shoulder since then. I have full range of motion. I can pick. I can lift. Um, So that's just like, you know, a different modality. Um, And then we can get into other things. Um, We have people, they're doing Reiki. People are getting into tantric breathing. Mm -hmm. People are doing more and more with meditation art. So there are various ways to meditate. Sound meditation is just one way. Um, But honestly, I feel like sound meditation is kind of like the best way to be, uh, one of the best ways to be introduced or a way to strengthen your actual meditation process or practice. A lot of people have a hard time shutting down noise in their mind. You know, sometimes, you know, you get to a session and, you know, you're thinking about, oh man, I was late. Oh, you know, I need to do this when I leave. Oh, right. I have you know, your mind never on. stops racing. Yeah, you know, I have something going on next week at work. Oh, I got a trip that's happening in six months. You know, you just have these things on your mind. Yeah. So sometimes when people sit still, those things just they get a little bit louder. So the great thing um, with sound meditation is it helps eliminate and push those thoughts out. Yeah. It helps bring in other energy. Yes. The energy that will help you really see past and see a path to navigate those things that may be on your mind, whether they're good things uh, or some not so good things. It'll help you right. navigate and help give you some clarity on A, how to communicate, on B, how to present yourself, C, how to be present, 
D, how to listen, how to use your intuition, mm-hmm. how to use your own divinity, thinking about your crown mm-hmm. in order to help lift somebody else up, looking at your heart. How can I open up? How can I be empathetic, sympathetic? How can I be present? Yeah, yeah. compassion. Mm-hmm. All of that. Mm. All of that. So um, in terms of the sound meditation, um, not only does it kind of help push out those, you know, those thoughts, but it brings in joy. It brings in a sense of pleasure. It will bring in a sense of purpose, a sense of belonging, um, a sense of pride. And all of those feelings that I'm talking about are all attached to each one of our specific energy centers. So the great thing with sound meditation and using Tibetan bowls as um, uh, as a very specific tool, mm-hmm. you hear those vibrations. You hear them, right? Yes. So you not only hear them when you're in the room, you feel them. Yes. And they, they are almost like blankets to cover negative energy mm. and to push it out. Push it out. And while it's pushing out, it's moving in. It's moving into your third eye. It's moving into your sacral. It's moving yeah. into your solar plexus. Yeah. It's helping you get your root together. And meditation is just but one. Uh, uh, meditation and sound, medita- sound meditation is just one way. Uh, I mentioned that massage is a way to meditate, but then there's also yoga. Mm-hmm. Yoga is another low-key way to meditate. A lot of people are like, oh, my God, I can't do these poses, or I'm not that bendy, or that's too much. There's so many small ways that you can do yoga uh, where you don't have to have your leg up, you know, above your head or <laughs> your forehead touching the ground, which I can now do, which I'm, yeah, I'm pretty excited dog. about that. Yeah, you, get your, you don't have to, you know, get, you should be able to do a downward dog. That's always helpful to, and it's so great for your back, but it's also yeah. great for your crown chakra. It's also great for your sacral chakra. It's also wonderful for your root chakra. Mm. So that's three points right there. Right. Just standing in that pose. Okay. Just wow. standing in that pose. Wow. And if you're in a downward dog and you happen to put one of your legs up in the air, um, you got that, you know, that one legged dog going on. Uh-huh. You got What's spinal that? alignment. Oh, stretch, okay. stretch. Wow. Stretch your head out a little bit. Stretch yeah. your neck. Open up that throat chakra. Yes. So I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, I'm a big proponent of going to the sauna. Uh, I'm a big proponent of, you know, if you're into readings, any type of readings, spiritual readings, um, energy readings, go for it. Because I think we're all out here searching for something. Right. And when you find that thing that works for you, move into it. Move into it. Lean on it. Lean, Lean into with it. it. Yes, Lean into it. Yes, yeah. yes. And I think that, you know, when we're afraid to discover things, uh, we only limit ourselves. You get pigeonholed. Yeah, you only limit yourself. I mean, last year, honestly, in December 2017, I, actually, I'll say on December 1st, 2017, if you told me that I was going to be going on a new yoga retreat, I'm like, hell no, I'm not. <laughs> but, you know, two weeks after that, I, I'm booking a trip, yeah. you know? Um, because, you know, honestly, that trip to me was really about letting go and figuring out what my own fears were. Right. Um, and finding out how far I could stretch outside of my comfort zone. I mean, I really found out. Yeah. Like, I really found out. I mean, we were, I had some friends teasing me saying I was going to be naked and afraid in the jungle <laughs> or that I was going to be eat, get eaten by a jaguar. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I, at no point was I naked and afraid in the jungle, <laughs> uh, and, n- nor did I get eaten. 
<laughs> so let's talk about what you have coming up at uh, the gallery where people can come and actually take part in your sound bath. Yeah, so let's talk about the sound bath. So um, there is sound bath and there is sound meditation. So you can sound, you can do sound meditation um, by yourself. It's, and that's just as simple as, you know, you're sitting in your position or laying or however you feel comfortable and maybe you have an instrument that's helping you move through. It could be a chime. It could be a harmonica. It could be a drum. Um, it can be a sound bowl. It can be, okay. be a rain stick. Um, but typically it would be, you know, some type of singing bowl, whether it's a crystal or a Tibetan bowl. Um, but in my sound bath, um, what you can expect typically um, is an array, uh, an array of Tibetan bowls, an array of crystal bowls. I also use some percussion instruments. Yeah, um, I know you have the rain stick. I yeah, love that thing. Yeah, I got thing. the rain stick. Um, I have chimes. Um, and... I have uh, other bells and these things kind of oh, yeah, just... yeah, you do have the, the chime thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, And I cool. have some hand bells and all of this stuff um, that help usher in stillness, mm-hmm. that help usher out mental drama, mm. anxiety, yeah. pain. Mm-hmm. Sound meditation is great for pain. Okay. It is. When people have headaches, sound meditation works. You have a backache, sound meditation works. Mm. You need to, you need, you know, to increase your blood flow, sound meditation works. Mm. There have been so many studies about some of the physical effects on sound, uh, from sound meditation when it comes to, um, patients in a hospital. How is it helping their recovery? How is it helping their wound healing wow. process going? Uh, from a psychological standpoint, mm-hmm. how is it affecting people who are living in depressive states, people who have been suicidal or post-suicidal? All this information is out there. Right. Um, and it's widely available. Um, so every Sunday you have where the public can come. Yeah, yeah, so let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah, so every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. at the Namdi Movement Center on East Forest, just east of Woodward, at the Inamdi Gallery, I do a sound bath meditation. Uh, we kick off about 10 o'clock, or excuse me, we kick off about 10.30. Uh, we start off by clearing the energy in our room or in the room, in ourselves and around ourselves. We do some sage smoke. Um, and I highly encourage people to interact or meet someone new in the space because we're going to be in there and we're going to be sharing energy. Mm-hmm. Let's really connect. No yeah. one's saying we need to go to brunch after yeah. or, you know, get a coffee in two weeks. <laughs> but let's connect mm-hmm. and let's move with intention together. Mm. And to me, that's part of uh, the definition of community. And that's why this is, you know, in the space that it is in, in, a, in this community space. It's a community offering. So how would someone get in touch with you to come and experience this? Um, so they can um, get information on my website, uh, which is www.sankofamindandbody.com. So Sankofa is spelled S-A-N-K-O-F-A. Yes. Mindandbody.com. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm also on Instagram um, at Sankofa Mind and Body. Um, as well. So you can get in touch with, touch with, touch with me, um, through those, um, in those ways. Um, but also, um, 
you know, going back to the sound bath experience, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's partially guided. Uh, I help you think about and facilitate your own relaxation of your body physically. Uh, we move through um, a breathing exercise. Um, and then I also use additional sounds. So when I was in Brazil in November of 2020, uh, 2019, I did a series of sound recordings um, at nightfall. Um, I also did them during sunrise. I did some rain recordings. And I also mm. did some ocean recordings. That's nice. So all of those recordings are also part of this experience. So it's kind of bringing Brazil to wherever I'm going. Wow. And, and so in. you played that in the class? Mm-hmm. While I'm hitting the bulls. While oh, we're going wow. through talking. And the other piece that makes my class special is that everyone gets individualized attention in my class. While you may be laying there in your meditative state, I move around the room. So I'm not just sitting there playing the bowls and creating these harmonious sounds. Mm -hmm. I'm literally walking around the space with the bowls to kick up dust, to kick up energy, to move energy out of you, the energy that's holding you back and to push the energy that will help you manifest in. Right. You know, I I come, you know, I stand, you know, over your heart. Right. And I hit that heart bowl. I'm behind your head and I'm tapping that crown bowl. Mm. I'm over you, over your abdomen with that root, with that sacral mm. to unblock all of those energies. Right. And so that gives people individual attention. They mm-hmm. get to actually feel the vibrations very close to them. I can easily just sit, you know, you know, on my rug. Um um, and play these bowls, and everyone's going to get the benefit of the sound, mm-hmm. but we get the benefit of that physical vibration. That it's vibration totally is the story. vibration, really, yeah. that takes it over the edge. How much does it cost to come to the gallery to experience um, this? For this experience, um, it's a $25 suggested donation. Um, and that's if you um, use um, Cash App to um, to book. Um, and what's your Cash for, App? Uh, my Cash App is at, or excuse me, the dollar sign Sankofa Mind and Body. Okay. But if you um, book via Cash App, it's twenty five dollars. Uh, you can also go to my website SankofaMindandBody.com. You can um, make your donation online there, and it's also listed on Eventbrite through the Anamdi Movement Center. In addition to that. Uh, in terms of, you know, the access, um, if you come the day of, you know, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a gallery space. So there's an upcharge. So it's $30 at the door if you happen to be a drop in. Okay. Uh, but here's this for the month of February 2020, Black History Month. Yes. I'm having a community based special. So if you come and make a $30 donation, you get to bring a friend to, to enjoy this experience with you. So it's essentially a $15 donation um, per person to experience something that is designed to help transform you to help transmute all the things that need to be transmuted to make you live your best life. To make you live your best life. For fifteen ninety nine. So I want to thank Tafari, uh, Tafari Stevenson Howard for joining us in the pod today, owner of Sankofa Mind and Body. So before uh, we close out, as every guest that breaks bread with me, um, 
has to contribute to the entree. Mm. So what is your favorite entree? If you were breaking bread oh. with Jen, literally, what's your favorite entree? Mm. And, I'm, and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm asking someone who is a true chef in his kitchen. I've eaten out of his kitchen so many times. So many uh, wonderful entrees. This is the guy, actually, that kind of got me hip to Le Creuset. Like, he <laughs> is so out of this world with his you, with his utensils and his pots and pans. And now I'm on the hunt all the time for for uh, bargain basement Le Creuset. And you, we all know that that's not possible. But I do have a couple of pieces from some outlets. So this is the guy that got me going on Le Creuset. But what You can be, always get it at TJ Maxx. I, you tell me that, but and I don't go far out way. enough to that TJ you know, Maxx. You know, go to Ann Arbor. It's easy. Yeah, Ann Arbor is a good TJ Maxx. Yeah, it's too great. TJ Maxx, Ann right, Arbor, if you want, right, those, right. want that quickly. Right. But what would be your favorite <laughs> entree if you were literally breaking bread with Jen? If I was breaking bread yet, I'm going to keep it sophisticated. You sexy. don't have to. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. I'm going to keep it sophisticated, sexy oh, okay. in Detroit. Oh, okay. With a southern hint. Hmm. What we're going to have? We're okay. going to have some fried fish, Mm-mm. some Gouda pepper grits Oh. with wilted spinach. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like fish. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite dish. All right. Let's right. <laughs> make it a wish. <laughs> all right. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope And I'm you... not talking tilapia. Okay? We, oh, no. We're we, we not. Listen. <laughs> now, listen. We're not talking tilapia. Is that even a real fish? It's like, not. what no. kind of manufactured aquarium did that come I've out of? I've never seen a tilapia alive. Yeah, no. <laughs> We're not talking uh, tilapia. <laughs> um, I do like bass. I do like bass. Really? Ooh, that's some um, I like trout. I love trout. Yeah. I love trout. Yeah. But, you know, I'm kind of, I'm real urban. Okay. You know, give me some fried perch. Oh, yeah. That's, you can perch. get like a hundred perch for $2 a pound. Oh, no, you cannot. <laughs> oh, oh like, they didn't up their game. No, perch is not $2 a pound. No, it's, it's not, not cheap. No, it's it like used to be cheap back in the day. Mm, not anymore. Not, oh. not at least for me. Not. That, oh, are like- you are you eating Whole Foods perch? Because <laughs> you know Mike's Market on Seven Mile is two dollars a pound. No, I go to the Redford <laughs> Fish Market on Joy Road off of Telegraph, and I think it's like three ninety nine or four ninety nine a pound. Oh, okay, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well. I just gave Red for Fish a plug. Exactly. And TJ Maxx <laughs> and Sankofa Mind and Body. This is what we do on Breaking Bread with Jen. But I want to thank Tafari for coming down. Um, it's snowing here. It's really not that nice outside, and he made his way. So I really appreciate that. Um, to all of our listeners, please remember to follow Breaking Bread with Jen on Instagram at Breaking Bread underscore podcast. That's how you keep up when new episodes drop. And episodes will always drop on Podcast Detroit. So please follow both those accounts. And remember, Acts 2035, it is better to give than to receive. Until next time, Happy New Year and Happy Black History Month.